Welcome to episode 20. Going to start off with a little bit of turnaround by Fat and Small. It's a great tune. It is a great tune, classic tune. And the first song, which is about to go into the second song, now. Surely not. We're only 30 seconds in. What happened? 30 seconds, man. 30 seconds. <laughs> I think it's a personal best. Yeah, I know. Uh, this is my rainbow set. Uh, so for anyone who... Who's ever used Serato will know that everything on Serato is, uh, is, is comes with a key attached to it. All the music comes with a key attached to it. So it starts off at 1A, which is in A flat. It goes all the way up through 1B, 2A, 2B, 3A, 3B, all the way up to 12B, which is in E major. So B's being major, A's being flat. Yeah! So, um, what I've done is I've chosen one song uh, for each of the 24 different major and minor notes uh, from a vast musical library, and I'll explain probably later in the set how I chose that. It was largely based on a number pattern given to me by Dave, Monique, and uh, uh, Dave Birrell, uh, because I, I need structure. <laughs> And maybe I'll explain a little bit about that uh, later as well. But let's just listen. So we've got Fat and Small, and the next song coming in is, uh, is, a, is an art that remix of Lose My Mind by Pongo. There it is. That's that bassiness, right? So we start 1A, which is that kind of interesting sort of like high, higher range stuff with, uh, with Fat yeah. and Small. But then it instantly, the moment you go into that, 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 that minor, uh, it takes it right down. Really, really. So you go from one A to one B. Yeah. All I've done is just gone one A, one B, two A, two B, three A, three B. Now I don't necessarily work that that like that well in terms of the the, the key progressions musically, but the idea of the rainbow set, which was the challenge to me, is to, is to when you look at it on the on the Serato program, one A is like a light blue color, then one B is a slightly more bluey green, and then two A. You're such <laughs> you're such a nerd. I know, it goes all the way up to 12A, which is, and it creates all the colours of the rainbow. 12B, which is like a back to blue again, blue, 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 green. Uh, it goes to the entire spectrum of colour. And that is why I've called this a rainbow road set. Well, I was going to call it the rainbow set, but then I thought rainbow road is a bit of a, a tribute to uh, Mario Kart, which is my favourite uh, Nintendo game ever. So I called it the rainbow road set because, you know, it's a journey. It's a road. We're going to travel it together. So this is Pongo, <laughs> uh, but the Art Bat remix. I think it was Art Bat we went to see in Cairo. It was, yeah. Do you remember what? that time? Not so much. <laughs> <laughs> he was very good, I remember that. It's good, this bit. That's a really good sound. I love that, just like simple vocal with a 
an electronic bass behind it. Yeah, he just kind of plonks away uh, in that, that kind of deep, splashes about in the deep, doesn't he, out that. And the next one's about to come in now, four minutes in, and we're already on the third song. Here we are, Oliver Heldens, Somebody. <clears throat> so I think the vocals is done by Funkin' Matt. Can't. Oh yeah, Funkin' Matt's kids. Slight mismatch, but uh, easily corrected. I recorded this last night. And Dave will vouch for this because Dave, Monique and Beryl all gave me numbers last night which helped in the creation of this set and I just thought, do you know what, I'm going to do it. First time, I don't care, like minor mistakes, it'll be good enough, I'm going to, I'm going to record the entire rainbow. And we're back, we're back to Pongo again, we keep on flipping in and out for a, for a minute or so. They still got the... Uh, of uh, turn around playing in the background as well. So this is like totally embracing Dave's style of playing, which is to kind of be like four minutes in and I'm already on like halfway through the third song, about to bring in the fourth. <laughs> I recorded a set the other night um, which was going to be for this episode if you were unable to do your one because you were you had com- computer difficulties which is why we ended up without by the way I got it week. fixed <laughs> oh good good <laughs> but I recorded a set last night called Wish You Were Here um, <laughs> which is actually the title of an Incubus song which is one of my favourite like rock songs well I say soft rock songs of all time oh yeah Anyway, sorry, carry on. <laughs> so I recorded it for what would a possible episode 20, but we can use it for later. It's real good. It starts off with Pink Floyd, wish you were here. Oh, do you know what? You're going to hear Pink Floyd during this as well. Our brains! Really? Our brains! <laughs> They're intertwined <laughs> in some kind of cosmic rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to something cool? What's that? Yeah, go on. So the original plan for this episode was to have Dave and Monique on the call. Um, and so this would be like a big conversation with people I've not seen for a long time. Uh, watch this. Oh my god! He's grown hair! <laughs> oh my word! I've never seen you with hair! For <laughs> so anyone who... Uh, doesn't know Dave he's always had a shaved head and he has grown some hair I like I wonder why the last few weeks when we've been doing this you've always been wearing a hat that's very it looks good on you man you've got very dark hair like I didn't know that like I do yeah man looking good oh here we come in with the fourth already 
So, this is Louise Carver. Play the game. It's the Jolly Boy remix. Uh, a lot of this set is new music. So I had a different set that I was putting together called Musica Musica. Uh, and I stole a load of music from that. Now, in order to explain how I put the rainbow set together and selected one track from each key, um, basically I, w I had some of it already... Sorry, I just wanted to hear that drop. Um, I had part of it put together already, all this new music, uh, but I had gaps. So I asked Dave, Monique and Virul to give me a number between 1 and 10. Uh, and then basically wherever there was a gap that I had, uh, I counted the number of songs into that key that I had in my library by either uh, multiples of what Dave gave me or multiples of what Monique gave me or multiples of what Beryl gave me now, <laughs> for each one. But I'm not allowed to just like free reign choose. I had to give myself that structure in order to be able to select a song. I've just got too much music in the library. And this is what, this is what I came up with. So this is the fifth song coming in now, called Dance With My Ghost. It's off the new like, Camel Fat album. I like Dance With My Ghost. I put Dance With My Ghost in my uh, Wish You Were Here set. Oh. <laughs> it's Elderbrook. <laughs> Elderbrook and Camel Fat. Beautiful, listen. Yeah. Oh, such a good sound. Elderbrook's amazing. And Camel Fat are amazing. And the, the, yeah. the, the juxtaposition yeah. of the two of them is just brilliant. His vocals. Is, is right in the range that I really enjoy. And Camel Fat, obviously their style is, you know, anyone who's listened to any of the previous 19 episodes know that I love Camel Fat. <laughs> I can't believe it's 20 episodes, man. That's 20 weeks of us doing this. That's uh, months I know. and months and months. That's, that's <laughs> dedication. I love being dedicated to something. Absolutely. The pursuit of something creative and something we enjoy. We should celebrate 25 with the group call. And then... The next big one will be 50, because that'll be a year in. Yeah, the half century. Uh, 25, we've got to get some guests <laughs> on, definitely, definitely. I love that idea. So, Elderbrook has done loads and loads of songs that I've, I've not used in any of my previous sets, but I love him to bits, and I, I, really, I really should use more of his stuff, because he's released a load of new music. Yeah, it's on my... Um my playlist for work, like just my tuning in playlist, which is like getting stuff done with most cancelling headphones on, and I just put this, um, Elderbrook's fantastic for it, just powering through my work, and then somebody comes up and is like, hey, can you help me with this kid? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I'm going to do my job now. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's nice though, like when you've got certain artists that just tune you in to being able to like focus, it's like a mindfulness exercise. I, I find that with uh, Jan Blomkvist, with Ben Bomer, with uh, Elderbrook, all those kind of mid to high range male voices that have that nice bassiness in the background. It's just find it really peaceful to listen to. It's like a meditation. Now this one, this is tricky. It goes from one, two, four to 70, or essentially 140. What, 140? And I distort That's it out. That's what Brian and I did last week. Distort, twist, take an Elderbrook out, and then it breaks here, fast. Beautifully done. I know, I'm dead happy with so that. so much better than last week. I know, <laughs> fucking, I didn't, I didn't do Trash Panda, Dimitri Vegas, fucking like my bollocks. Because uh. <laughs> it wasn't a garbage set, it's music of my choosing. 
largely based on a numerical algorithm given to me by my three friends, but hey-ho. <laughs> In order to explain that, <laughs> right, the, Dave, you'll vouch for this, right? I appear at times to be a little bit OCD, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was yes. like, coming like a polite way to say that, but yes. Um, with actual um, fact, actually, Kev, Kev, your your curtain's a bit squint behind you. You what? Your curtain behind you is a bit squint. Oh, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna have to do something about that now. Gonna, for the rest of the episode, <laughs> he is actually gonna fix it. Amazing. After, anyway, the curtain's fixed, so it's all right. I'm ordering my surroundings. No, this is a legitimate thing. It comes across. Hold on, this is this bit. <laughs> And that was number seven, I think, coming in there. Goes very heavy. Wow. How did you manage to make a 57 minute set out of 24 songs? Oh, yeah, I go here. Yeah, some Matt's of the songs I only play for like a minute or so, but there's a couple that I leave playing because I really like them and they're new music and it's just really good. But it averages out about two minutes per song. Which is enough for people to get One of the first... Uh, one of the first parties that you had at your place when we first moved to Cairo, um, you had a, a table with a glass top. Wait, 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 wait. Very, very nice. uh, like <laughs> smooth transition out of that. <laughs> Alright, go on. Uh, underneath the glass on your table were some like objects, like placemats or something. Um, and I can't remember what you said. You were in the kitchen and you, the pizza boxes weren't straight. So I came through and tested your OCD by slightly angling the things underneath the glass. <laughs> uh, and you came through like, who's done this to my table? And you, like, you couldn't do anything <laughs> without fixing it first. I think Dave Perrell was there too. <laughs> I, I'm glad you find that funny. <laughs> <laughs> Now, right, so to explain. Oh, yeah, here we are. This is the eighth song, I think, coming in now. Which is, uh, I have used this one before, I think. It's Tether by Eric Prids, uh, featuring Churches. Beautiful. Uh, anyway, so it's not actually OCD. It's not, I mean, it's often mistaken with OCD, but really, it's, um, it's a coping mechanism that's developed by people with the ADHD, which is about ordering their surroundings because a less chaotic surrounding means you're less chaotic in mind. And it, it just gets mistaken a lot with OCD when actual fact it's, it's, it's more of a coping mechanism. Which is why I like DJing this. Because it's that order to it. A little bit of jazz guitar coming in there. Yeah. And then obviously we've got to go into a bit of Eric Prince at some point. <clears throat> So yeah, this is Eric Prince of Churches, uh, Tether. And uh, Echo Finish. 
So anyway, yeah. So that was the that's the explanation. It's not actually OCD. It's, uh, it's it's something else, and that's why I love DJing. That's why I love the order of it, and that's why I liked using the the numbers to help me create this set. That's why I liked making a rainbow set in the first place. It's, there's an order to it: one A, one B, two A, two B, and whilst I used to be a bit ashamed of that side of me back in the day, like I've kind of learned to really embrace that because it. It makes me good at what I do. It makes me good at my job. It makes me a, a better DJ. And, and I think just that, yes. just that acceptance of who you are and you know, like what what it is that makes you tick is. I find it interesting, and I, I find it's like it's, it's something that we should all be proud of in our own weird and wonderful way. We've talked about this before when DJing. I'm I love like math spreadsheets and, and data and geekiness like that and that's what makes me good is understanding the, the, the numbers behind the music it's just like what you're talking about with the key changes if you understand the pattern and you understand the, the rhythm I guess and how it flows um, and how it adds up it's it's a very I wouldn't say easy but straightforward thing to do yeah it's like it's those patterns and, and that is something that both of us I think it drives our DJs. Like we, we love kind of trying to find those journeys, those patterns through the music. Yeah, and that's why I don't like uh, analog decks, which I still have not managed to DJ on because they're so blooming difficult. It's all right, maybe episode fifty, <laughs> mate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you got time. Oh, oh, this is classic. This is um B fifty two. Yeah. <laughs> Love Shack. So yeah, that was a little bit of vintage culture thrown in with Eric Fritz and now into a little bit of Roger Sanchez mixed in with the B-52s. Brilliant. This is a great sound. This is much more upbeat and happy than my uh, Wish You Were Here set, which is frankly a bit depressing at times. Well, this is it. This is like 2021 Kevin. This is optimistic Kevin. I've just come back from Zanzibar, <laughs> where I spent the whole of uh, tw- the end of 2020 into 2021. We won't talk about my journey home that took 34 hours. So it was a bit of a nightmare journey. But the holiday itself. Dude, you could have walked gets faster than that. Yeah, I know. If anyone gets the chance to go to Zanzibar, <laughs> do. It's one of the most beautiful places in the world. Seriously, how recharging, how refreshing it was, to, and how lucky I am to have had that time uh, I mean Michelle was back in the UK and I really miss not having her there because I know she would have loved it as well but I was there with friends and and I couldn't have made it back to the UK to see family and friends anyway so it was the right choice uh, and I'm glad I did it because I kind of came back with this kind of more oh, you're- optimistic upbeat recharged energy no, nothing life-changing just just a little bit more energy and a little bit more like wanting to hit 2021 running. Listen now. Your photos from that trip looked amazing. Get together. I had also got had a fantastic New Year holiday. I was in Zhangjiakou in China. It was very cold 
Like, it was a minus 50, well, minus 48 at one point. But six days of snowboarding. Six it days of snowboarding, wicked. woo! Yeah. <laughs> the set is energizing me to to build something bigger and better for next week. <laughs> Even though it goes 1A to 1B, 2A to 2B, uh, it, it's still working well. Like it's not because musically it would be better to go 1A, 1B, 2B, 2A, 3A, 3B, and alternate the ABs. Sorry, group the As and Bs. But what you've done is sounding really good. It doesn't. That doesn't create a very nice rainbow, though. So. <laughs> well, exactly. I knew that's the reason. <laughs> So in comes a bit of Jess Glynn. This was one of the ones that was chosen by Monique, unknowingly, with her number six, I think she gave me. Uh, and it was the 18th song in this, uh, in this uh, key that I have in my library. So it's a multiple six. So you were talking about having a massive music library before. I've actually started clearing mine out. I sorted my Serato by number of plays. Ah, that's a good idea. And then looking at the ones at zero and listening to them like, nah, nah, garbage, garbage, garbage. <laughs> I did consider making a Trash Panda style set, but... Like, someone will request, <laughs> I don't know, Cotton Eye Joe or something, I don't know. <laughs> Salt and Pepper. Oh yeah, oh, that's a good song. <laughs> not the not the mix I've got. Oh yeah, right, okay. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm liking the algorithm choices. Hey, but he's good at it. It's a good method. Yeah. It's, uh, it, it provides a little bit of structure for me to, to, to select from and then, you know, like narrowing down the decision process. the 11th song coming in 22 23 minutes yep about halfway doing well no no you're doing you're well about second half must be day from the set <laughs> i sat down the other day to listen to my uh, quarantine sessions which is the one that you have to mix in your own style to try and listen to what the songs are it's really difficult you know, I need to get like Shazam or sort of Soundhound out and try and listen to sections of my set to try and work out what songs to give you, or else it's just going to be <laughs> give up and pick a different set. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if you have to do that, that's fine. No, because I really like the quarantine session. I think it was is a good example of, of 
you slowly know, going mad. Okay, choose and Harry DJ. Slowly going mad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, in so far as it was done during quarantine, which is a, a period of time where everyone was going a bit mad. So just before uh, we were about to record this episode today, oh, here we go. Actually, I'll save that for a conversation in a minute. We're actually into here Alanis Morissette's new album. Weird but it's been remixed by uh, MNDR and the song is called Sandbox Love. Hey! (laughs) Meaningful, because there's a music festival, a dance music festival in Egypt, in Guna, called Sandbox, which me and Dave have been to twice together. Uh, And it's it's always inspiring, it's always brilliant, it's always very high energy, always a great weekend. Listen to these lyrics here, though. A pretty apt. It's almost like she's writing about her weekend. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly what I was thinking. (laughs) Oh, dear. Yeah, so I took it right down to just one track here, just to isolate those vocals for you. And then we're going to come in here with... It's, well, this is one of Michelle's favourites. She gets excited with this song, but it's, uh, this is Y2K, but the Oliver Heldens remix. That's that token Heldens, Heldeep, deep bass coming in there. Sounds quite nice with her vocal over the top of it. I love that odd high note he puts in. I, uh, I actually heard this in Zanzibar. Now, I, believe it or not, I've kind of got into a little bit of reggae as well in my time away. I, was, I got a bit inspired. I might put together a reggae set. <laughs> It's so funny, the DJing of reggae music is hilarious because they always put air horns in at random points during the song. Yeah. It's like... Da, 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 ah, 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 like <laughs> it's a great track. That's a great bass line, isn't it? I love how his um, his trebles can swell and then just stop. And like you've got the effects, you can make it go bigger and bigger and bigger, and it pulls it all the way back in. And it draws your focus to that that boom moment, that boom yeah. of the bass. Yeah, it's very when very it drops, it's so clean. There. 
And just stripping it all away, like it's so clever. It's like a conference, like watch, listening to a heated conversation where people are shouting, 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 and the next person goes, "Okay," and it's like soft and sp- well whispered, you know. Yeah, that's a very good analogy, actually. You can't see this, but we're both dancing because it's Heldens and <laughs> why not? Oh, something synthy coming in. How good does that sound? I love it. Do you know what this sound reminds me of? There's a Radiohead song. So just uh, keeping the uh, Heldens background, the bass, and then switching the yep. vocals over to uh, to Pink Floyd. And a bit of thumping bass as well for the next song. <laughs> I used to love this album. It was a great album. I don't even know where we're up to now on the rainbow. Um... <laughs> oh, this is 7A. This is in the red. So we've gone through yellow and orange. We're into red now. This is a halfway point. Yeah, the halfway point. It's just when all the different components come come together. You got that like kind of synthy bit, and then the bass that was pounded, and then the the vocals. But they were all done separately, and then bring them all together at this point, and just and then you see how they fit together. That is like the very definition of why I love DJing. It's just that that coming together of like the ordering of it. And I'm glad I prefaced what I've just said there with my earlier explanation of the fact that I don't have OCD. <laughs> <laughs> I just like order. Oh, that was cool. It's uh, 7B. 
What I realised about 7B is that I've only got about 10 songs. <laughs> so I, I Me too! This is your 7B is like this. This is. Back I know. They, 7 is so hot. Right, so anyone who was listening to episode 18, Michelle's mixtape, will recognise this song as the first song. But this is a tropical remix inspired by Zanzibar. And it was without Dave, with you knowing, this was your choice, Dave. Oh, you nice. chose number five. Imagine yourself on a on a pristine white beach. The sand is like ice cream, and a beautiful pale blue uh, Indian Ocean. Sun blaring, and this playing on the speaker. Just lying in the sun with a Long Island iced tea. Just imagine that image at this next bit now. That was me. Uh, Now imagine yourself strapped to a a snowboard hurtling down a mountain at 30 kilometers an hour narrowly missing the Paralympic ski team <laughs> I'd, I'd be listening to some like 140 bpm high energy I need to focus my brain on the task at hand <laughs> no this sort of stuff on a snowboard is so good because you just like just put it in oh, gentle yeah. terms oh yeah looking for those smooth like long yeah, yeah. it depends if you're on a blue red or a if black you- really doesn't it yeah did you go with a black? Uh, yeah, actually, the, oh, the place we were at. Outrageous bastard! <laughs> the place we were at, the, the difference between uh, blue, red, and black wasn't massive. Um, there was um, some of the runs had been closed off because the Chinese Paralympic ski and snowboarding team were there. They were oh. unreal. Like, wow! I have never seen anything go that fast on snow. And they were doing slalom. They were doing. Um, Downhill races, they were, it was unbelievable. Wow, I, I just, I can't fathom it. I mean, I'm, I love skiing, but I can't imagine being that good and also being like a para skier, like just the insane amount of like skill that that involves. It's just nothing but inspiring, isn't it? Oh, sorry, we're coming to the next song here. This is uh, "Sorry" by TCTS. It's a new, new release. I quite like it. One of the guys we saw who was in, um, on skis um, had no arms and at breakfast he's there eating his breakfast with his chopsticks using his feet. What? How? <laughs> I can't, I can't <laughs> even fathom the, the amount of core strength and balance that must be required. Operating chopsticks with your feet. Like he was eating breakfast using his feet and chopsticks. I'm like, what? This is... And of course my kids, yeah, but like, how my kids are very curious. Oh, you get him. He's got like fake arms with skis on the end. <laughs> wow. The core strength and balance must that must be involved oh, yeah. in, in being able to ski without arms must be insane. Like it's all in the way you rotate your shoulders and your arms and your and your, your hips, isn't it? You know. 
Wow. So the, a number of them have got like sit-in chairs, and then they've got like yeah um, skis skis on poles so they can use to kind of control where they're going. But my wow. kids are sitting at breakfast like, hey, why is that guy got no arms? Why is this guy got no legs? I'm like, uh, well. <laughs> Makes you think though, doesn't it? Makes you like really. Oh yeah. Well, I like, well, that's inspiring, but it also makes you very grateful as well. I don't know. So anyway, this song's Hey Maria by Clang Roussel, but it's the Elderbrook remix. Coming back into a little bit of Elderbrook. Very chilled. Again, another beach song. You've gone into this kind of beach vibe in the middle of your set. Yeah, it's nice. yeah. It's amazing how much you get inspired or, or influenced by your experiences, isn't it? Like I, I was putting this set together yesterday. It was so much easier to put together a set when you've had uh, an experience that you're still uh, in the afterglow from, you know? I think you've used this in a previous set, this uh, this this next song coming in, it's a new one. Dead Mouse featuring Kezia. But the Tommy Trash remix. <laughs> <laughs> I needed to speed up, I noticed I was getting a bit like bit too beachy, bit too beach vibes to bring myself out. It's just still quite ethereal though, it's very Dead Mouse like like kind of mixture between chill and energy, light and dark. To be fair, uh, I actually made a mistake here. So the song was supposed to come in at that exchange with her lyrics, uh, but I <laughs> accidentally put it on loop. But it's fine, it's all right. Beside the waves with you Dance across your face Would we forget that we were strange, strange. If I was there to take it in And walk between the changing spaces Dance through light and altered places So the song's called Bridge by a Light Wave. Beautiful. And that's where it starts to come to life. So the reason why I love Dead Mouse is that, I mean, this is one of the reasons why this song will play for longer than the other songs in the set is because Dead Mouse is so slow release. You can't just like take a short section of one of his songs. Uh, you have to hear the progression in the song to, to really appreciate the, to, the composition that he's put together. And Kezia's lyrics really bring this to life. And it's so abstract, like bridged by a light wave and, and, and the other lyrics in the song, you just kind of, I find myself listening to it over and over again, really trying to ponder what it all means. I, I, I love, and as you know, like in early episodes, I love, I love lyrics. And I just, I find it, Entrancing, esoteric, ethereal, whatever. I don't know. 
This is a great sound though, this. Um, Isn't it? It's very floaty, just, you know, you can just relax to it. And you know it's building up something, but you can... But then he'll bring it in bass now, and you'll just be like, all of a sudden, back in the party again. Yeah. Yeah. And he always takes it to the highest possible point here. That wow, wow in the background is so good. That's a very effective use. So in in comes the next song. Noron Pure! Woohoo! Woo! Oh, I love influences. this one. She, I know. She, um, put this on it's the, enchanting, isn't uh, it? Video show. It's so good. The, that was a joke. Dude. It's enchanting. It's called enchantment. Yeah, yeah, I got it. I got it. She is good though with the, the kind of classical sound, isn't she? Um, there's, another, there's quite a few um, DJs that started to use classical music in their mix. Still got that plinky plonk in the background of the synth from Dead Mouse, which is. Um, it becomes a bit confusing at the end of the song starts to clear up here. She's very clever. Like to get that yeah. bit, her like that's her bass sound. She's got it on this classical piece of music. With the with the drums and the synth is beautiful. Yeah. Well, she's a pianist by by trade, really, isn't she? When you see her on Instagram, like all she all she does is just it's all piano work. And then brings it back into focus. I think I'm still in my beach vibes part. <laughs> yeah. I was just saying I was imagining a bike riding a bike by the side of a lake you know it's a In gentle it. breeze <laughs> exactly and she's uh, she's like in Switzerland at the moment not that I'm like stalking her or anything but um, <laughs> and she's like posting loads of <laughs> posting loads of videos and stuff of her like by the side of lakes doing uh, gigs well not gigs but like you know like DJing It's Oliver Helder's next. I can see it on your face. You know what's coming. Guess what song I put in my Wish You Were Here oh, set. No. <laughs> oh my god, our brains. What is wrong with us? Uh, I should say that. Not what well, is wrong with us. Why are we, uh, why are we so into so in Yeah. So this is Oliver Helder's and Shungudzo. For my people. One of the reasons we um, called the podcast the Echo Chamber is pretty much because we we knew at the outset we would be playing like you would play a song and I would play it and you would play it and I would play, like 
we'd listen to DJs playing songs and we would just blatantly nick them and play them in our sets. Like that's just and that we, we would do. echo each other's choices as well. And it, yeah, it's beautiful, man. Gotta love Oliver Heldens. So, similar to this kind of like Afro vibe, there's a song coming up later, um, which is again may take take you by surprise. Not <laughs> not this. This was uh, Dave Birrell's choice. Is this Abba? No, it's not ABBA. It sounds a bit like ABBA, doesn't it? But it's on a it's on a loop. When it kicks in, you'll get it. it sounds all right together, though, doesn't it? It's definitely a sample of ABBA. It was very difficult. No, well, it's not. Uh, I think it's. Uh, well, you get a second. It's very difficult to work in 10B. I didn't have many 10Bs. Like sevens. My 10Bs are also empty. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there it is. You used to love this song. Again, originally written, the original version of it, by Alanis Morissette. Again, uninvited. It was, uh, she's, she's a genius lyricist. She really is. There's no... Uh, she didn't follow the rules. This bit now. So she just described her ex as an unfortunate slight. I just find out the most cutting. It must be strangely exciting to watch the stoic squirm. How good are those lyrics? So technical question for you. Do you run mm-hmm. your decks off of the laptop? Uh, when I'm using the portable ones, yes. When I'm using my big Pioneer ones, no. They're self-powered. But do you plug Serato in or do you do it just with a USB? What, from the, on the big decks? No, I plug Serato in. Yeah. Yeah, so okay. I like to be able to see the music. I've got a little bit of equipment envy. Oh, dude, you see my Instagram picture from last night recording this set. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Michelle got the, uh, the full benefit of the entire set. She was sitting over on the other side of the room. We've got quite a big nice. living room. It's like 20 yards. Um, and she's sitting over the other side, just like doing some work. And I'm like recording the set. And, stuff. <laughs> and she's like, oh, it sounds great. So I tried to make the song do what you do, Dave, and try and make the song speak to each other. 
So about feeling uninvited and being rejected, but then bouncing back and feeling alive. And this is Gorgon City with PAX. It's a little bit clumsy, try to make it work, but wait for this bass drop now. That's nice. That's token Gorgon City, isn't it? That was a transition. So I was kind of like, when I was putting the set together, I was doing it like groups of about four songs at a time. So yeah. like when I, I find like a group of four that work together and then like trying to transition out of that mm-hmm. four into the next four is... I get that as well. Like when I'm, when I'm putting songs together for a set, I'm like, oh, these ones all work nicely. And then, going to keep them in a block and you get when you're recording for, for real you get to end that block and you're like I just I'm embarrassed by how bad this next song fits with the four that have just come before it and yeah. you're like oh, that's just kind of brought the energy but you just down. have to sort of shoehorn it don't you you know like uh, yeah you do at the end of the day you've got a journey that you want to set the audience on and it's one minor moment in an entire set which is probably not even going to be remembered but um and I think one of the things that DJing has actually taught me, weirdly, is about not magnifying things. Because I am terrible for magnifying uh, things that go wrong and making them worse in my head than they are. And uh, like DJing's taught me, kind of, the more and more I've tried to do it, more like the way like we used to play together, uh, is to accept like the, the the concept of what's good enough. It's never going to be perfect, and in fact, the imperfections make it what it is. And it's like when you listen back to a set that you've recorded, you know, you put it together, you, you, you're very specific about songs you want in, and you, you have an idea of what you want them to mix nicely, and then you record it, and as you're recording, you think, ah, oh, oh, that was a mistake, oh, I got this wrong. And then we're like, yeah. when we listen to it back on here, it actually sounds really good you know some of the best sets i've heard me record i remember at the time thinking oh that was garbage but they mm. come out fine you know just you and it's i think it's again the effect we talked about having the, the music in your ear like you're you're listening to it going wrong over and over again yeah and also the idea of like knowing what you're listening for as well like to to i mean not to be you know like put yourself on a pedestal or anything but like the average person who's in an audience isn't really listening to like the intricacies and of the distortions and the effects you're putting on when you're mixing between yeah, songs true. and stuff. They just they're going with the flow and they're in they're in the moment. Like you as the DJ are there, like proud of yourself or, or not, as the case may be. Yeah. <laughs> but really, like everyone's just on that journey. They're on that you know they're on that rainbow road with you or whatever your journey is that you're taking them on. This is a great tune. Martin Garrix and Clinton Kane, I think. I think it is. This is the most feel-good bit. Right, so the next song coming in 
this is the very random choice. So earlier we had Vintage Culture, which are Brazilian DJs. This song is based about Pele. Brazilian vibes. Hold on, was Pele Brazilian? Oh my god, I'm gonna go. I'm getting ruined by Beryl. <laughs> Someone quickly Google where Pele was. It's okay. I think he was. I think he was. Oh, Let me just fine. check. Okay, good. Anyway, so this this Vicky might like this one. Brazilian. He's this Brazilian. You're all good. You're so safe. it's Galantis featuring like sound bites from Pele and um, God, I can't remember the name of the uh, the other one. Uh, oh, Rodrigo E. Gabriela. This is super happy. I heard this on the beach in Zanzibar. <laughs> it's like SpongeBob SquarePants or something. Isn't it? It's so <laughs> tropical. So this is a, I was listening to this uh, on my earphones on the way into the, the, the jungle part of Zanzibar and then later on that day we saw like turtles and monkeys and stuff like that and I was like <laughs> It feels like Mario Brothers, like Donkey Kong <laughs> Yes <laughs> So you know me, I love a, I love a like a happy, go lucky set like this. Uh, we're coming into the last song in 12B now, and I like to, as always, with like most of my sets, and at the end of an evening, like to wind it down with something a little bit more somber, a little bit more mellow. So I've decided to go back to Martin Garrix uh, with a song that's, well, it's quite, I don't know, it sounds quite poignant, it sounds quite meaningful, it's got a lot of feeling to it. Walking through the door of this old and lonely place that used to feel like us. Remembering the only thing that made me feel like I was worth the love. We used to hold hands now and dance alone. We had Springsteen playing so loud. We danced in the dark till it felt like home. With you, home was anywhere. So I brought back in a little bit of bass from two songs ago, which was still looping. I was going to say. A bit more punch, because I didn't want to end on the original version of this song, which is wholeheartedly... Like, there's an acoustic version of this song that always gets me, like it always... And uh, this seems like a good moment to mention the, the WhatsApp conversation that we had earlier. <laughs> so, when we were setting up for this uh, this recording, I messaged Dave and said, uh, can we meet at 2.45 instead of 2.30 or whatever it was? Uh, and he was like, yeah, fine. I was like, sound, as in sound as a pound. 
And he wrote back, check. And I was like, one, two, one, two, 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 two. Is it working? This is all in text. So I was like, does that sound okay to you? And he wrote back and went, hold on, your left side speaker is a little bit down. This is all a WhatsApp conversation, by the way. And then at that point, my heart just panged. Like, because when me and Dave used to set up for sets, like, I don't know, Claire Purdy's house or Moon Beach or fucking any, anyone's house, or wherever it was that we were setting up, he'd always go and stand out and, 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 and like signal to me which speakers needed to go up and which speakers needed to go down and bass up treble down, you know, and we would do our sound checks together. And when he said that, I let my heart panged. <laughs> and it, yeah, it just seemed like a, a fitting moment to mention that right now, like, uh, during this very uh, lovely, lovely end, lovely moment to the end of the set. It's funny when you said what, what I said, what I, I love you too, man. <laughs> when you, what I said, left side side of it, I'm like, I could imagine us setting up at a party, like, oh yeah, just... <laughs> Massive speakers. Like, of it so here. Left one down, yes. left one down. Yeah. <laughs> it was far too big for what we know to want to do with. <laughs> Yeah, like the the massive part of the fun of it was the the preamble, the the getting ready, like the anticipation. It was so fun. Oh, that was a beautiful ending. Yeah, I tried. So that was it. That's the Rainbow Road. Well, yeah, the Rainbow Road set. I hope you enjoyed. I did. Me, I did. Good. I'm glad. It was very much uh, thrown together last night, the last minute. Um, but I'm glad I did do that. And I'm glad I decided to take the mental approach of let's whatever it produces is good enough. Uh, because it actually turned out to be quite, quite complex, quite good, quite uh, weird and wonderful. And go through lots and lots of different genres and styles based on a number pattern given to you, given to me, sorry, by you guys. So <laughs> there you go. That's the way the universe works. Where do we go from here? Where so episode twenty one next here? week. I don't know. Where do we go from where do we go from here? I've God. got I've uh, got a plan. I think. I don't know. Um next week we can do uh uh Wish You Were Here, which is the one I recorded. And then I am going to work Brilliant. out the set list for the quarantine sessions and I'm gonna send it to you. Do you have the set list for Dropicana? Yeah, I've got it. I can send you a picture, mate. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> yeah, so, and then we'll do the, our own versions of that. Because yeah, that'll be... No problem. Uh, 21, 23. You and I can record 24, and then 25 can be the party one. The, the half a year cool. of Echo Chamber. Yeah. Sweet. Sounds brilliant. All right. Okay. Well, thank you very much, everyone, for tuning in, uh, and we'll see you next week. See you next week. <laughs>